Hello and welcome to another edition of Sounding Off on Soccer. This is John Krasinski, Pittsburgh Soccer Now. And this is a great time to really start to bring the conversation to other um, in the Pittsburgh soccer community. We've been super busy covering Pittsburgh Riverhounds and for good reason because the Riverhounds are doing really well. It's been a great season. Uh, They have made their incredible Open Cup run and finally coming to a close uh, against FC Cincinnati with a a loss there. But they got as as far as the quarterfinals, the final eight uh, in the U.S. Open Cup, which is pretty remarkable. Um, The one of the two uh, second division clubs that uh, went that far uh, in the national tournament. So that was very exciting. Uh, We've had a lot of coverage on soccer now, of course, relating to that. Of course, the Hounds uh, continue to rise up in the standings. They did get to first place uh, last week, but then uh, were overtaken on Saturday because Charleston Battery jumped back in with a win. Uh, But the Hounds hung on for a kind of an ugly uh, draw at Oakland, Uh, the Oakland Roots. It was a a tough um, kind of a ugly game but uh, a cohesive unit though they even with a lot of lineup changes and whatnot they held on for uh, a 0-0 tie Uh, you know some disappointment there in terms of the attacking what they couldn't do but uh, we'll tackle that more in the days and weeks to come uh, as the hounds do have a busy well they're back home they'll be playing uh, games every week now through july and august and we'll tackle each match as, as we get to them but today I'd like to talk uh, about a couple of the other senior uh, teams in the Pittsburgh area that are doing really well. And uh, one of those is, you know, formerly the Pittsburgh Hotspurs now have begun their 2020 or are in their 2023 campaign, actually in the, in the home stretch now. You know, they started their season in mid, early to mid-May. Uh, the the, the now uh, rebranded as Steel City FC, uh, both men and women. So the men compete in the NPSL, the National Premier Soccer League, and the women compete in the United Women's uh, Soccer League, I believe it's called. Uh, and so they're, they're both doing pretty well, but the men are unbe- unbeaten, 8 0 and 1. And a lot of exciting things going on uh, with Steel City FC. And then, of course, the women, I believe, are three and two at this point. And we are going to be bringing on Tom Overdean. Tom, uh, better known as Tomo, is, uh, is, is going to be talking with us. He's still uh, heading up the women's team. And he is also, you know, with all the changes that happened with that club and that organization, um, is also, uh, I guess it taken over the ownership uh, piece as well. So uh, looking forward to talking to Tomo. Uh, so that will be coming up very shortly. All right, we're with Tomo here. Uh, it, you know, for a while there, it was Pittsburgh's hot spurs. And, and now uh, your organization has transitioned fully into being a Steel City uh, FC, uh, actually, it's kind of a going back to the old name, uh, as you know, back in your days when you were coaching Steel City FC, uh, the women's team in the WPSL. But now you've kind of come full circle. You got, you know, a, a tremendous organization doing a lot. Uh, you know, youth 
soccer clubs, and then you have you know, your uh, lot going on there. And then, of course, now your senior teams, both men and women, are doing really well this summer, this spring and summer. Uh, Tomo, um, it's great to have you here, by the way. Um, just an exciting time for your club, isn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. It's been, um, you know, a, a crazy few years. And it's, it's, it's really, like you said, like it's going back to like the Steel City name is, is, is a funny one because that's kind of like where I started coaching in the adult stuff. Um, and, you know, that transition was, you know, an interesting one. Um, we knew once we brought, you know, work, working with Arsenal and coming up with this new development model, we just felt like a fresh brand change uh, was was going to be needed because of the ambitions that we've got as a club and, you know, to develop it. And, you know, we're probably the only people in the world that have ever successfully merged a Hotspur and an Arsenal, which is, <laughs> you know, unbelievable in itself. Um, so, yeah, like having a fresh brand and, it, you know, a new beginning is, it, we felt like important, you know, just to, to get it done correctly and get it done right. And now, um, you know, we, you know, rightly or wrongly, like we started the adult teams two or three years ago. We felt um, that was a little bit ahead of schedule, but we felt the opportunities were really um, good ones. And, and I'm glad we did them, honestly, because it really helped raised the profile of the club and gave us a really good understanding of how these adult teams kind of operate and how they integrate with the academy and now with the new brand we've really kind of got our, you know, our act together so to speak um, so yeah, we're able to have this you know, fresh structure where youth is feeding into the adult structure and hopefully it's a model that people can start to copy around the around the, um, around the, the nation really because you know, having that base of, and that community of people um, is so important if you're going to actually be able to launch adult teams. Absolutely. And now speaking of the adult teams, you know, again, like I said, everything's been going really well. Um, but, yeah. you know, you've got this year. It, it's been a process, right? Like you started, I believe, back in 2018 with the senior, well, if you really look at the history of Seal City FC, the, the women's team actually goes back further. But then as Hotspurs yeah. started in 2018 with the men's team, like that's been a process and it's been interesting to see, you know, with each year, it seems like each year they've gotten better and better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the men's, you know, they've got great leadership with Dan Brower and mm -hmm. the coaching team with Tom Campbell and Yates C and um, and Duffield and all those guys and like yeah like every year we've just been able to either improve processes on the admin side which is the knock-on effects of you know just being able to solidify the squad um, and you know yeah every year you, you find out with who are the who are the people that can stick around and will be back the following year and then you know, it just becomes a little bit and a little bit easier to build that squad together each year and you're not starting completely afresh, um, you know, so to speak. So, yeah, the men's have started off so well this year and just going from strength to strength, the detail they put into all their planning and preparation um, is, you know, is fantastic. And, you know, now on the girls' side, you know, we've got that, you know, that body of players now where, we're able to put, you know, we're able to have 20 to 25 girls 
available for each of the matches so far. And and you know these are all players that can chip in and 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 um, you know play at that level. So you know it's yeah it's just been it's been great from every week to just go from you know strength to strength on the on that side of thing. And I think you know the men have a really good chance of, of going the full distance this year. And um, you know for us like um, it's been about having players coming in from the academy like homegrown players we call them right um, and we've got more of those in both of the squads than we've ever had um, so we're hitting that and then hopefully they'll be able to qualify for the open cup and then you know we can get that home um, you know match against the hounds in the, in the <laughs> open cup that's you know that, that's like our premier league honestly that's right. That would be uh, really exciting. I mean, that would that would be fantastic. Uh, I think, regardless, uh, I, I think people would get get pumped up uh, uh, around here for something like that. We haven't really had that opportunity. Uh, it, you know, the, the the Tartan Devils, the mighty amateurs, you know, made a made it to the second round of the proper tournament. Uh, again, yeah. they had to play Louisville City, which just was you know it was a head scratcher. Why shouldn't they? They should have been playing the Hounds at least, but. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, a lot of fun. I, I think that you, know, you talk about the, the men's program and great leadership. And, and I think that extends to the fact that you've been able to keep a couple guys around who are just, you know, former really good college and pro players who sort of serve, you know, in a leadership role. You've got Nikki uh, and Rami and, and those guys, you know, what does it mean to have that kind of continuity with this club and then like you said a lot of the homegrown guys are sticking around and, and playing with with with, yeah, with the team too Nikki is yeah Nikki's a great one like he, he you know he I'll never forget that guy because like when we first started this thing he was the first guy to be like yeah I'm definitely in um and you know and that meant a lot to us because he had a you know a good a, a good reputation around this area and as we've got to know him, he's just been fantastic. And now he's coaching in our academy, which is like a dream come true for me. It's like my son's playing in the academy and he's coaching, he's being coached by Nicky and I'm, I'm loving that. You know, I think that's fantastic. And him as a character and being the captain, um, you know, he's been like, like phenomenal. Um, you know, he's one of those nine to five, as we call them, those guys that are the local guys that, you know, still want to, you know, be playing football after their college days. And that's, you know, when I first got over here, that's been the, 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 the golden challenge for me is like, can we get, you know, develop football so there's more to, to your soccer life than just everything that happened at college, you know? Um, you know, the more leagues and these more local leagues is, is what America needs to sustain a football, you know, soccer culture and, and the knock-on effects on that will be will be you know phenomenal. So yeah, they, they, those guys, people like Nicky, just been you know breath of fresh air and mix them in with the young players coming in, and you've just got a nice balance of um, experience and then youth. Um, and you know it's it's been great that those kids will be able to you know learn from that and then hopefully become the next Nicky, you know, so to speak. Yeah, and I would advise because it's you know when you do something like this, it's tough to to kind of pinpoint any one individual or certain individuals because, but if if I would advise anyone listening to list to to go to Steel City FC's uh, website and look at the first team rosters, and I think uh, your 
your staff have done a nice job of putting out like, oh, these are all the players that are on the roster. Where did they play collegiately or where are they playing collegiately or even if they played in the pros like like Nikki? Um, you know, it's a nice if you just look up and down the roster, you see a lot of familiar names if you followed soccer even fairly closely uh, in the last yeah. five to seven years here in Pittsburgh, um, even going back further, because I was like, Ram, Remy played uh, Pitt like back in the day, you know. So it's just yeah. great to great to see such uh, a, a, a wonderful roster um, and giving a lot of really great players of a wide range of ages um, opportunities to play at this very high level. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll ask you two more questions about the men's team, and then I'll want to hear a little bit more about the women's too. But Tomo, like the 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 Open Cup, you mentioned that. I just one more time, you know, the 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 men are currently eight zero and one. So what what do they need to to win the regular season, or do they have to do well in the playoffs? How does that work? Do you know? Uh, I think uh, yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. As long as they, yeah, if they can get to, I, I'm not as well versed as Mary Kay, our GM on this stuff, <laughs> but as long as they can get to the final, um, you know, like win our conference final, that pretty much would guarantee them a slot. But then even then, if they get to the final, um, you know, and then, you know, with the record that they've currently already built, they do stand a good chance of getting a, a, a that large bid. Um, I think so but you know I, I think they're in a good position to be able to go the whole way anyway so yeah you know, fingers crossed they can get that done um, absolutely and and then just if anybody hasn't been I've been fortunate to go a couple times um, the atmosphere of being at Founders Field playing home games uh, you, you've really done something special I think in terms of you know, a positive experience for for young people to watch soccer really up close and personal at a pretty high level, but also just some of the the, the atmosphere that you've created there for everyone that comes to the games. I think it's a, it's been a positive thing. Maybe talk about that a little yeah. bit. It's a totally di- it's a totally different atmosphere, you know. Um, to um, you know, like the traditional franchise, you know, where everyone's like, oh, it needs to be in the city and all of this stuff and at the end of the day if you just build a community of people and get them excited about something it doesn't really matter where it is as such you know those people will will come out to it and i'm not saying our our crowds are massive or anything but they right you know we're consistently getting you know four or five hundred um on the on the men's side now and it's a really great place to bring your kids you know it's safe 
um, you know, the kids have space to go and play and just be a kid. Hmm. And uh, you can grab a beer because it's privately owned property and, um, you know, some, you know, fairly decent food. And, um, and it's just a nice place to go and watch a game. It's beautiful there. And, but what it lacks in the field quality um, right now, it, it makes up in so many other places. But, you know, we've, we still play a pretty good brand of football on it. And uh, a grass field, they're worth their weight in gold, in my opinion. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think I encourage anyone to come down and just experience it and grab a beer and, uh, you know, even doing the live streams and just tuning into those live streams. Um, uh, it's just a great night. And yeah, and it's steelcityfc.com is the website. And then, of course, they're uh, on Twitter and Facebook as well if anybody wants to follow uh, the club. But also, so this Sunday, I know the men play at five o'clock. That's the game against Cleveland. Is that still that's yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, let's talk about the women a little bit. You know, again, I think it's the same dynamic. You have a look at over that roster, and there it is. There's a lot of these familiar names. I've seen players that have excelled at the WPIL level. I've seen players that have been, you know, really great in college and um, and even a few that are still hanging around, you know, after college. But um, it's a very interesting group and, and you have been with them every step of the way, I would say. Uh, this, yeah. Yeah, every yeah. step of the so, way. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting one on the girls' side, right? Because we've had a couple of the other clubs start go girls' programs. Um which, you know, we've always maintained is a, you know, a great thing, you know, that they kind of followed in, you know, in the, in our lead. I think the Century team ended up pulling out of the WPSL. Um, but, you know, when I started with the Steel City team, it was really just the place for any of the, you know, a very neutral brand. And then obviously when we came in and we took, you know, took it over and brought the, you know, um, their leagues spot into Hotspurs. You know, it changed the dynamic in Pittsburgh and we we didn't necessarily attract the top women um, you know, coming back from college for that at that moment, right? And we just had to build what we're doing and what we're doing and how we you know approach it. So, you know, as we've slowly continued and, you know, consistently put out a good program, you know, a decent program. Um, and, you know, we, we treat the players on the men and the women's side, you know, with great respect. We want the first team to be a special thing. So, you know, the, the buses, we've improved them and that's they're, they're the way they travel to the games. And we've improved the equipment that they, the clothing that they get and they keep. And, you know, just the general feeling. And that started to make a difference now with, with attracting um, a better, you know, better quality of, of um, the college girls that are coming out that have been with other academies and coming back to us, and then mixed it with now like our oh fives and oh fours <laughs> that have graduated up. Now they're putting, chipping into that first team roster as well, and so it's only just going to get better and better from here for the girls. So you know, we've got real, you know, ambitions for that, and we we should, you know, have a playoff push as well. This 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 year and uh, you know, hopefully our, you know, both sexes you know, shooting for playoff you know, for a playoff run which was, should be really exciting Right, and it'll come down to the last few weeks for, for both clubs and uh, of course the women have I think a few more games than the men I believe, right? We do, yeah we've got a few more left like 
we haven't played we don't play quite as many as the boys but uh, any in the first place but yeah we haven't played a ton of games so far so we play Erie tonight and then we've got um, Copper Mine on Saturday so that's a big six points right there if we can if we can get that secured well, Tomo, I always enjoy chatting with you, and it's always a pleasure to um, to learn more about Steel City FC and, and the evolution of, of the where your uh, organization has come. I, I think it's been wonderful mm-hmm. and uh, a great asset well, having, to yeah. the Pittsburgh having, soccer having community. Having like you in the, in the city is so amazing and so great because, um, you know, it's important. Local sports is so important, and what you guys, what you do is, it doesn't go unnoticed, so we really appreciate it. Absolutely, and I, I feel bad because it's been, a, it's, you know, I, I'm not blaming anybody, but, you know, I mean, the Riverhounds had their, their, their remarkable run this past month, and um, and yeah. we've, we've been stretched, but uh, we definitely wanted to make sure we get uh, some recognition your way and, and, and cover you guys for the rest of the stretch here. So, so yeah, no, uh, Well, we get it, we get it. We, we, we want to keep building what we're doing, and so, you know, um, we can you know, give the, the hounds a push and the local rivalry is always going to be um, a fun thing for, for sport and it, you know, in general so you know, it's, it's all good we yeah. appreciate the, the, the bit of attention so thank you Absolutely. Well deserved. All right. Well, Tom, we'll be talking soon. Uh, I'll be in touch and uh, can't wait. Uh, maybe uh, we'll get somebody out there Sunday and, and we'll see, see, what, see what happens. Great. All right, Tom, have a good one. All right, this is John Krasinski. Um, I'm with Matt Fanaghi. Uh Matt, uh, the head coach now. Uh, we know you from uh, your, I believe you played Robert Morris, Ben's program, correct? Yes. And, uh, and now you're, uh, you're with Beedling, uh, you know, the, having this WPSL team for the second year. Um, what's that experience been like for you, Matt? Yeah, the experience has been awesome. Um, you know, it's, been a, been a great group, um, very committed, very driven group that, you know, is looking for a good opportunity to continue to train at, at a high level and play high level games um, throughout the summer. And uh, it, it's been nothing but, but great things for us. Um, you know, it's it, it's a great opportunity for these kids and we play some, some great games as well. So, um, so everything's been awesome. Uh, I mean, it comes a lot and driven a lot by the girls. Um, they show up to training every day ready to go, and, um, you know, it's a good group for sure. Yeah, and just tell us about how, it, you know, this group has come together in terms of trying to get senior players, you know, to call it the dynamic of, you know, recent high school, but mostly college, but then, you know, that group and get them together in such a whirlwind in such a short period of time. And, and provide them with really high-level competitive opportunity. Um, you know, it, it, it's, I'm sure it's challenging. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, honestly, that's probably the biggest challenge for us. Um, you know, we have anywhere from 35 to 40, um, you know, uh, players from, uh, you know, different colleges and universities, all of them pretty much playing a different system or a different version of a system. Um, you know, and everything like that. So I think the hardest thing for us is getting everybody on the same page. Um, and I think um, that's probably what we learned, definitely the biggest thing from year one to year two. Um, so honestly, just kind of simplifying things. And, um, you know, I, I, everybody's a great player. Um, obviously, they're playing at all a really high level. So, 
you know, I think for us is just kind of getting them all on the same page and, and simplifying, you know, some basic tactics, both from an attacking and a defensive side. And once you've kind of outlined that, it's, it's been really, uh, it's been really helpful for sure. Yeah. And how do you do that? You got 35 to 40 players on your roster. Like, how do you make that work in terms of playing time and, and giving everybody opportunities? And I'm sure that in the summer, people's schedules sometimes don't always align to, uh, this, to, to, to your schedule. But I know there's a commitment level, too. I'm sure that you're in, you, you want to have, too. But, but uh, how, how's that been working out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, as, as you know, and, and you know, everyone has their, their summer, and that's kind of their time off. Um, so there'll be vacations booked and weekends away and this and that. So um, we want to get to that number for sure because it, it makes sure we have a, a great training environment. We'll have anywhere from, you know, 25 to 30 kids at training every day. So, um, you know, it works out and it always seems to work itself out where everyone gets an opportunity um, to play a couple games. So, um you know, I think that's kind of the magic number is to get to get that high, and it seems crazy, right? With mm-hmm. only being able to play 18 kids in a game, but um, but no, I mean it ends up working out, like I said, and, and everyone gets a great opportunity to um, play in games, but also train, um, and, and I think that's a lot of times what they're looking for, right? Is that is that solid, um, good training environment? We have a ton of numbers, and, and we're able to do a lot of things. Yeah, and to be able to to get the Beadling name out there too in in playing in a high level league, like you know, this is kind of unique in some respect. Um, obviously, there's so much history. It's more history than any other club in our region, or really in in a lot of places. Um, so to be able to carry that name and that tradition and that history um, with this club, I'm I'm sure that's pretty special too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, like you said, we have, we have a ton of history and, and always looking for ways to improve and and can continue to grow the club, right? Um, so, you know, this, like I said, this is our second year um, and honestly looking forward to doing it for many years to come. Um, you know, like I said, the, the players have been great. Um, our staff has been great. So, um, you know, it's something I think we can continue to add to the program and continue to add to our history to make you know, continue to evolve as a club and, and making sure we continue to get better. Yeah, so look, walk us through some of the, your competitive games so far this year. Uh, you, you still have a ways to go, but, um, you know, I believe, what are you, four and two now? Or three and two? Something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, four and two. Four and um, two. So uh, our toughest games, and it always will be, and it's awesome to play them, is the Ambassadors uh, right. from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have two groups. Uh, both groups are, are very, very good. Um, their, their coach is awesome, Caleb Fortune, um, up there, and, and he, they're, they're very well coached, and, and you know, so many great players in those games. So um, it's always nice to, to play them, and we get to play them, you know, each team twice. So that's, that's four great games right there um, that, that kind of everybody gets up for, and, and, it's, and it's always, always a high level game. So. Those are the kinds of ones we always mark on our schedule and, and get up for, and, and I know they enjoy them as well. Yeah, and you know, you said so many talented, so many great players. I mean, so what is it like to, to, you know, bring on these players? And I'm sure they all have blessing from their college, you know, programs. The ones that are playing collegiately now, um, in terms of, you know, 
giving an opportunity to play and 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 uh, during the summer months and uh, i'm sure that you know we've got a lot i've looking over your roster and if anybody wants to check it out you can go to the bead league's website um the roster is posted there i it's so tough for me to just to, i'm sure for you too to pinpoint any specific individuals because you are dealing with a large roster right sure yeah yeah for sure um but yeah, I mean, what again? Just in terms of what you you know, what pretty much have an idea of in terms of your rotation heading into this, this final stretch of games, like how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, everyone kind of marks their availability from day one, and and we do a good job of making sure everyone's getting a chance to play some games. So a lot of that's already taken care of. Um, as you get closer to July, obviously kids are starting to go back as well, especially a lot of the Power Five kids. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's tough, and, and a lot of times our our eighteen or however many players show up to a game um, is always different, right? But um, that comes back to training and and just like I said, trying to get everybody on the same page. So when regardless of the players that we have, I mean, like I said, all of them are excellent players. So um, and they all understand their roles. So. Um, it makes it easier to, you know, get ready for a game. And regardless of, of who's actually going to be on that game roster, mm-hmm. um, you know, we know we're going to be in a good spot as far as going into that game and competing at a high level. Yeah, and in terms of style of play, you talked about everybody having to come from different programs and different, you know, different styles of play and just kind of get it, make it work for a short period of time. What 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 does what's the beadling what's the beadling approach? What what do people? Um, you know, expect to see when they see your team play? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, you know, I think we pride ourselves on being organized defensively um, when, when, we're, when we're out of possession. And then in possession, um, being a very possession-based team, uh, quick decisions, quick actions, um, and getting many as many players involved as we can. Um, so we like to play a good style, you know, keep possession, and obviously look for our chances to go forward and, and get our central players involved you know, and get them on the ball as much as we can. So um, I know that's kind of broad, but right. um, that's kind of what we look at as far as, you know, a good basis. And then, you know, we watch film on the other teams as well. So, you know, each kind of game plan and each game idea is, is specific to who we're playing a lot of the time. So um, that'll kind of vary a little bit. But um, other than that, I mean, I think it's it's relatively basic and, and the roles and responsibilities that we're asking these players to play and perform are are roles and, and responsibilities that they're familiar with, and I think that makes everything easier too. And then from there, we can always, you know, uh, make adjustments in the game or anything like that to talk to individual players or, or individual groups um, to to try to make a difference and, and be successful. Yeah, and then so now you're hitting the home stretch, as you said. You know, you're getting to late June, and then July there's some more games to play, but. Um, walk us through that and if there's any opportunity for people to come out and check out the team play um i believe you're are you still playing at south point yes so unfortunately we did play all our home games at this point but Mm -hmm. um okay next tuesday we play the ambassadors again okay um that that game will be in cleveland but um but yeah i mean first time we played them it was it was a great game nil nil at half and and they end up getting us in the second half but um you know, really, really looking forward to that, to being able to play against them again. And um, and then we have a game against Rochester coming up that's, that's going to be rescheduled, which to be determined, but that'll be in Rochester as well. 
All right, so yeah, so two good, challenging matches uh, with Cleveland. Like you said, you always look forward to those matches. Um, so, and both on the road. So you guys did wrap up your home schedule already. All right, well, you know, I, I think it's important that we, it, it's important that we see that we have more than one women's program at this level now and that Beadling is involved. And I think it's just really fantastic. Um, and it's only going to continue to grow, isn't it? I mean, the talent level in this area, it just seems like, especially on both sides, but it's on the female side, it's really getting better and better, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, the game in general, the game of soccer is continuing to grow um, pretty drastically here, which is great, great for us. Um, all the coaches obviously really enjoy that, and the players do as well, so... Um, like you said, continue to get better and, and keep uh, developing and looking forward to, you know, putting out a, a, a great women's side to represent the city um, and represent the club every year. Absolutely. So what have you enjoyed most about this experience uh, in terms of coaching this women's team? Is this the first time you've coached a, a women's team uh, or a girls' side uh, at all? or? Um so obviously, so, you, yeah. yeah. So I, I coach, um, I coach on the on the girls' side in our mm-hmm. in our club level as well, in, in sure. the girls' academy. Um, so I help out with with some of our older teams and being the head coach of the U seventeen team this year. So, um, but but I would say one thing I enjoy most is just the the high level of the players. Um, not only just playing the game, but their soccer IQ and everything like that. It's it, it's definitely improving myself as well as a coach. Um, you know, seeing different things, having conversations with these players that obviously um, are all playing at great programs and, and probably kind of emulating a little bit of that knowledge from, from their coach and their coaching staffs back there too. So um, it, it's been great. You know, like I said, it's just continuing to um, help me as a coach to, to coach these girls that are, that are playing at, at, you know, the college level and a lot of them Division One. So um, it's, it's been awesome and, and looking forward to continuing to do it. Well, that's great. And I'm, I, we just love to see, you know, young coaches that are, you know, getting uh, this type of experience. I think it will only bode well for you, for, pit, for soccer in our area. And, and who knows, you'll be breeding, maybe getting more new coaches uh, from all the different teams you're coaching. Um, just uh, pas- sharing your passion and your knowledge and your skill. Um, the game is only growing. You're right. Absolutely in our area. But uh, Matt, it's great talking to you today. Uh, I do appreciate your time. And I know we've, we've been trying and we've been missing each other and stuff like that. And it's been a crazy busy time for us as far as our coverage at our site. But uh, I didn't want to ignore, um, you know, Beadling's uh, presence in, in, in with this program. I think it's, it's, it's a really great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, th- thank you so much, Sean, for reaching out, and I really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, looking forward to talking to you more often. Sure. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you, John. Talk All to right. you soon.